It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. After 22 months, the Mueller investigation is over. Now what? And if you think progressives in this country have some crazy ideas... You may want to sit down. Well, the state budgets are out, but what's exactly in them? We'll break that down for you. But first, give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. A happy Monday afternoon. Rob Francis, Ed Dawson hanging with you. Joining us on the line from Olympia. Pleased to have on the program Representative Bruce Chandler from Granger, District 15. Good afternoon to you, Representative Chandler. Thanks for your time today. Well, it's good to be with you. How's the real world out there? You know, I'll tell you, <laughs> it's a little cloudy today. It's a little cloudy, but it's not that bad. I, I, I like the I like the, uh, the, the the distinction. There is Olympia, <laughs> and then there's the real world. Thank you very much for that, Representative. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you, Representative Chandler, just kind of digesting a little bit of, of what the revenue forecast was, uh, how much more revenue is coming in, and then looking at, at the, the Democrats' budget proposal, I don't know about you, sir. I'm a pretty modest guy. I don't know how to spend $52.6 billion in two years, especially with that added revenue. What's going on there? Oh, I, I bet you'd be up to the challenge. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, I think we're living in a, in a, with an economy uh, that um, is really unprecedented in its duration. You know, this is the longest uh, economic growth uh, period that, that uh, we've had in our state's history. And, uh, and we should all be very grateful for that. Uh, you know, the world was going to end in 2009, but uh, uh, as it usually happens, it didn't. And uh, uh, and I think that, uh, unlike the legislature, the working families of Washington State persevered. So I uh, I, I think uh, first and foremost, uh, um, I think we were would be remiss in the legislature if we don't just say thank you, folks for your tenacity and for your persistence and uh, your hard work. Uh, I, it is up about 16% uh, from one budget to the next, which is uh, uh, a record. Uh, and um, and I believe that uh, uh, um, if we can't uh, figure out how to manage on that kind of growth in revenue, uh, we're, uh, <laughs> the future is going to be a real tough place. Well, Representative, when listening to the House Democrats uh, lay lay out their proposal earlier today, the the summation was we had this adjustment in the revenue forecast for the better, a very, very strong number that came out of that. All of that money, however, is going to go towards the the patch, the fix to the McCleary uh, issue that lawmakers dealt with a couple of years ago. So the rest is all status quo, and that if they want any new programs or expanded programs, they have no choice but to raise a, a capital gains tax and, and look at other and B&O tax and, and all, the, all the others. What's your take on that? Well, I, I find it interesting that the, they're, they're – um, uh, 
the the majority's interest this year has been in creating the revenue first and figuring out what to do with it second. And uh, usually it's the other way around. But uh, uh, now they're uh, they're actually uh, having to go to quite a bit of effort to create uh, uh, to create a program to take up uh, the money. You know, we have a proposal, for instance, to uh, to have a, uh, uh, a, a not a pension system, but a uh, 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 but a retirement savings program that would be run by the state. The state would become a an investment bank, uh, essentially, and uh, would help uh, people uh, save money, uh, supposedly, I guess, to replace Social Security, which people aren't even uh, trying to salvage that, which is I find interesting. But, uh, uh, you know, I think that we would do well enough to uh, operate as a representative government and, and leave the banking to someone else. Is is that uh, idea similar to the uh, GET program, the Guaranteed Education Tuition Program? Are they thinking, well, this has gone so well for edu- uh, for higher education savings, why couldn't we apply it to other places, or is this a completely different thought process? Well, for a number of years, we've had uh, a proposal uh, in, in virtually every session to create a state bank. That's been a real interest. There was... Uh, I believe it was North Dakota. It was either it was either North or South Dakota during the uh, Great Depression in the 20th century uh, to uh, uh, create a state bank, and they, that bank still exists, I believe. And uh, uh, and there are some Democrats, in both the House and the Senate, that think that uh, the reason we aren't haven't done better in the past is because. The state hasn't run a, a bank uh, that could compete with the private banks, and, and so uh, I think that's a, a, a big part of it. It's they've tried several times to find ways to introduce some financial trans- transactions that could be run through a state bank, and and I ex- you know, expect that we'll see that bill again, it, probably to be applied to the legal marijuana industry, maybe too. Well. Um, if I, I think that, that there'll certainly be a lot of temptation, <laughs> especially if they're giving away samples. <laughs> We're talking with Representative Bruce Chandler, Republican from Granger. Thank you so much for joining us today here on the Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA. You got one more question for you, Representative Chandler, before we cut you loose. We know that the opposing, the opposite chamber, the Senate, put out a, uh, laid out some money to do a study into a single payer health care system in Washington State and the effectiveness that would be. Knowing that you've discussed how much of an economic growth that we have seen, an unprecedented economic growth in the state of Washington, has anybody brought up how much of an impact health care has on the economy? And if we go in that direction, the economic impact that it may have in the negative? Uh, well, I don't. Regarding that, uh, health, health insurance itself, no, they haven't. But uh, the Senate did send us a bill that is uh, in committee, uh, in the health care committee right now, I believe, that. Uh, would uh, create uh, what it, it directs the state to create a health insurance plan and then administer it through the state uh, uh, the state marketplace, uh, the exchange they call it the healthcare exchange, and um, and the the sense seems to be that uh, it, you know after an introductory period of several years it would uh, in fact be the only insurance that would be offered on the exchange, uh, and so. Uh, that may be the same thing, or it may be a variation on the theme. But uh, the um, 
there seems to be a, a mood uh, among Democrats this year that, that uh, the government can always do better than private enterprise. I, I don't know where they got that, uh, but uh, uh, that, that seems to be more popular now than I have ever seen it in the 20 years I've been here. You know, and it's interesting, sir, because, you know, we do know how much private enterprise drives the economy and how much private enterprise has to play in the amount of revenue that we're seeing coming into Washington State, be it the tech industry or be it any other number of industries. We know that it, it it's one-sixth of the United States' economy. To take something that huge out of out of Washington State would seem like we're, we're pushing things in, a, in, a, in an absolute opposite direction revenue-wise. Oh, it would. Uh, you you wouldn't have to worry about what to do with revenue again. That's for sure. <laughs> so, Representative Chandler, one other thing we want to mention uh, as well: the presidential primary legislation, uh, the 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 check the box concept that would force people to. I guess, give up their desire to uh, not declare a party. Is this is this a a, a positive move, ultimately, um, in order to enable more people to vote? Or is this what some believe to be just a uh, an ability to create longer lists and larger lists for state parties to take advantage of? What are your thoughts on it? Well, I believe you have a, a good point, and, and uh, I have found uh, in, in my experience that most of the uh, attempts to change our election law, uh, and I believe in this case is certainly true that it's an attempt by some members to, uh, to actually manipulate the electoral process. I think one thing, um, you know, it moves the primary, the presidential primary up uh, three months or two months. Anyway... It moves it earlier, and and I I don't uh, I believe that people want and need more time to evaluate the candidates that are running rather than less, and uh, and uh, I think it would be a real mistake to have people uh, trying to select the candidate of their choice uh, when uh, they haven't had time to get acquainted with all the candidates. The other thing is that uh, I think that. Uh, uh, they want party affiliation. They want people to identify themselves, and that, to me, is uh, is strictly uh, uh, list building. And um, and I think that they're trying. You know, the, one of the effects of of their uh, proposals has always been that it, cre- it would create a lot more ballots going into a county auditor's office in every election, and uh, and to have to uh, receive to cast. And then count and then process uh, ballots faster and faster when you get more and more of them into the auditor's office is going to make it extremely uh, tempting for some manipulators to try and uh, and actually uh, you know very graphically uh, affect the outcome of the election. And I think people want more time, and they want the they want. Our auditors and our state auditors take the time necessary to make sure that every ballot was legal. Representative Bruce Chandler from 15th District in Granger joining us today on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Appreciate your time today, Representative Chandler, and uh, best of luck in the budget process. Thanks. It's great to visit with you. All right. Take care. Good to hear from Representative Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. You. 
He he made he made a few jokes, but it, everyone in Olympia knows it's not a joking matter per se. That uh, what was being proposed earlier today, we'll break more of it down here on the Bottom Line News Radio six ten K O N A, and you can join the conversation five four seven one six ten. Now back to the Bottom Line on News Radio six ten K O N A. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 to KONA, Monday afternoon. Rob Francis at Dawson with you. It's budget time. About time. Yeah, yeah, we you know, we get around to this period. We get to that forecast that comes out in March, and then we get the budget reveals, and then we our eyes bug out a little bit, and we wonder, where's this going? But we can say there is one very good piece of news that has come out of the Democrats' budget proposal. Yes, the Democrats' budget proposal. There is one very big piece of good news. Uh, it's an omission. Yes, that's why it's good news. It's something that uh, the governor uh, put in his proposed budget budget, uh, that drew controversy, but it is not in this House Democratic budget, which I don't want to say that means it's dead, but it sure doesn't look good that it's going to go further into the budget process, and that is $750,000 for a study on the Snake River Dam removal. Not in there. The House Dems did not put that in there. Now, they spent money in other places. In fact, they said they felt like the, the you know that money could be spent better in other places, and they certainly lived up to that, <laughs> to that billing. They spent in a lot of different places and a lot of money. But, look, that whole notion, it would have been just, throwing it down the toilet it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the study says the study could say we need to not only tear down all the dams but we need to have a bucket brigade to make sure that all the salmon reach the orcas so the orcas have something to eat it doesn't mean that it was going to happen i don't know i don't know how many different ways we can put it to democrats the dams are a federal issue and it's not going anywhere. So it's a dead issue at the federal level, at least for now. 547-1610-509-547-1610 here on the bottom line. So let me let me give you a snapshot of this of this uh, House Democratic budget, okay, Rob? Oh, please do. You're going to love it, I'm I sure. I bet I am. 53.2 billion with a B dollars over the next 2 years. That is a 19% increase, $8.5 billion from the current budget, okay? The budget relies on $4.2 billion in new state taxes over the next four years. Four-plus billion dollars in new taxes. A capital gains tax, which I'm sure we'll have a courtroom fight over. That would, under their plan bring in $2.7 billion. So wait a second. They're counting money that we don't even have. Well, no, they're going to they're gonna implement a tax, and it'll be up to the courts to repeal it right, and but- say that it's unconstitutional, therefore you can no longer 
do it. What's going to happen? But is, they say we're going to make this amount of money. Yes. Off of a volatile tax. Yes. Because they know exactly how much money we're going to make. Yes. Off of a volatile tax. Yes. That hasn't even been implemented. Correct. Oh, good. What about wasting money again? A B&O tax on services will bring in a roughly billion dollars. Now, is this the increased B&O tax that the governor was proposing? Uh-huh. So it's going to go from 1.6 to 2.6. Correct. Oh, good. More taxes. Oh, but wait, there's more. Oh, good. A graduated real estate excise tax of $320 million. $320 million? Yes. Oh, we're down to M's now, not B's? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Three hundred twenty. Why? Why go that route? It's only three hundred twenty million. Can't we gouge somebody else for three hundred twenty billion? There's one more. Okay, good. <laughs> well, this isn't a new tax, but it does repeal three tax preferences uh, for one hundred forty million dollars. So, people that would have be exempt or industries. Uh, would be exempt normally, would have to pay taxes. That would bring in an extra $140 million. So as we mentioned in the last segment, we know that the the revenue forecast came out and it was good news. Again, uh, the state will be bringing in more money than originally thought. But... All that money apparently has to go to a fix to the McCleary funding, which the lawmakers did a couple of years ago, and they did poorly. And but wait, we fixed it. No, apparently we didn't. We, we didn't. Well, we, we fell did. eight billion dollars short. No, no, no. We they <laughs> legislatively they fixed it, but moving forward, like this budget cycle we're going to get hit with the impact of that fix. So legislatively, they fixed it last year, but the actual money is going to start leaving the coffers for that fix this year. But all of that money, all of that good news goes out the window because of the McCleary fix. So we're left with two options, as we tend to do. Tax more people? Yes, but there's more to it than that. If we could either take a conservative route where all the new all the new uh, expected revenue or the jump in expected revenue goes towards filling this McCleary gap because it's already been I mean, it it's already been passed. It, it's going to happen. So that money's gone. You could either keep things the way they are currently and not raise taxes, not really touch anything, really. Right. Um, or you can do what the House Dems did and uh, fund various programs aggressively and raise taxes to pay for them aggressively. Going to take a time out. News Radio 610 KONA. It's the bottom line. 547-1610-509-547-1610. There's, there's more minutiae to get through because, uh, hey, that's what we do here. If it's going to affect people's taxes, again, this is the House Democratic proposal. The Senate Democratic proposal, as we heard uh, last week, um, probably will not be this aggressive. So that's that's one bit of good news. 
it's still going to be probably not very good, but it's not going to be as aggressive as this house measure. 5471610 back after this. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610-KONA. You can email us too. Just go to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. I know for one, I'm glad Rob's back. I know you you enjoyed your time off last week, but who'd have thought he'd come back after a week and there's nothing to talk about? <laughs> Not a darn thing. Not a darn thing to talk about. <laughs> I tell you, no, I'm I, uh, I I every time I I mean you know it's one of those things you have to take time off because you have it and you have to take it or else you lose it. But I hate taking time off because I I this is this is the time of the day I look forward to. Um, so I, I miss doing this. And miss all the tedious stuff, but I'm just doing this. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're talking about the uh, the House Democrats uh, earlier today in Olympia released their budget. And, it, you know, when we were talking with Jason Mercier on Friday, Rob, that from the Washington Policy Center, he said the, the natural progression of how this goes is the governor will release his he'll shoot for the moon and then. Whatever chamber is up first, you know, if it's the, you know, if it's the Democrats, they'll do some aggressive stuff, but not quite as aggressive as the governor. And then when the Republicans eventually, well, you know, the, 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 the Senate Democrats will do theirs and they will probably be slightly less aggressive than the House. And then we know where the, the Republicans are going to come in. So it, it's. It's a it's a way to find uh, mileposts or mile markers along this process so that people can hopefully negotiate and, you know, one side doesn't just ram their plan down the other side's throat. That's the hope anyway. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Rob's uh, going through the, the budget um, breakdown, not the full budget uh, proposal but the the breakdown and look it it calls for some new taxes one of which is a capital gains tax which would be an income uh, tax it, yeah it would be definitely something that was going to that's that stands to be a, a battle in the courts not just the not just the uh, the house and the senate chambers it's going to it's if it passes and the governor signs it it's going to go to the courts i mean it just is and and I think the Democrats want that. I think they want a ruling to solidify something that they feel is, you know, the, the way it should be. I don't know that it goes that way, but time will tell. You know, an increase in the B&O tax and uh, a couple of exemptions that go out the window, uh, raising a ton of money for a ton of programs, um, you know, just increasing those caseloads so that more people are being funded uh, on the state dime. And, and, you know, that that does a couple of things, Rob. Gets people to move to Idaho? Well, there's that. But the more people that get state government assistance, the Democrats not only believe that they will then vote Democrat in any election to to keep their 
their benefits uh, or, or whatever it is. But it also sets up a situation that if if a Republican comes along and says, you know, we need to be more fiscally sound here, we're spending money like it's water, and the the reaction from the Dems is, well, if you vote for the Republican, he's going to just he or she's going to just take all your stuff away from you. You know, once you give something to somebody, it's harder to take it away. Yeah. And so that's kind of what's at play here with this this House Democratic budget. I, I mean, this is this has got to be the most backwards in this day and age where we are seeing the impact of the tax cuts that came at the federal level. And when I say the impact, maybe the word I should properly use is we're seeing states like New Jersey and New York being exposed for the vampires that they are when it comes to tax dollars. We're seeing the fact that these overwhelming taxes at a state level are having a huge hindrance when it comes to individuals being able to make a living. This budget proposal goes backwards in so many ways when it comes to giving people the ability to revel in a good economic climate instead of turning around and saying, gosh, look at all this money we have. We can... Ten years ago, we didn't. We're basically double where we were ten years ago. Why this is so fantastic? Why don't we? Well, you know, we don't need to increase taxes. We don't need to do. We all we need to do is look for better ways to spend what we have, and not have to raise taxes for anything. In fact, gosh, if we actually went back and fixed all the things that have been broken over the course of the last six years, we might actually save money in the long run. Because Lord knows, well, we're due for another DOC scandal here in about another half an hour or so. With more more inmate records not being tracked properly, we, we we've got that on the docket. How many other federal? How many other um, state-run facilities are going to be losing federal funding here? Other than Western State, there's another one on the West Side that uh, I think is a charter facility. It's going to be losing federal funding because the state screwed up. That's bit of very level-headedness would be met by what? Feelings. The feelings. The re, the reaction by the Democrats and I've 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 seen it on the on the chamber floors during debate and uh, during uh, news conferences when when reporters ask the exact same question, if we're doing so well, why do we need to raise taxes? You know what the answer is? We have the most regressive tax system in the country. So we're going to raise taxes. Unfair, unjust, regressive. Those type of buzzwords is is to to play on people's emotions. You know, the general public thinks, oh, I, you know, yeah, you know, all the rich people don't have to pay any taxes and I have to foot the bill for everything. And, yeah, you go and, uh, you know. Yeah, what do you mean gas just went from 264 to 279 overnight? Yeah, exactly. Wait, wait, wait oh, that impacts, that impacts the rich people? Yeah, it does. But the rich people have more money than the poor people, so guess who it impacts more? The yeah, poor people. That's right. This is, this is why all these buzzwords 
that, you know, when they sit down for the brainwashing sessions at the beginning of the year and they turn around and they put these buzzwords forward and say, these are the words that we're going to use when we talk about, we're not going to use these words, we're going to use these words, because if we say it enough, we might get people to believe that it's actually true. Now, people that think for themselves get past the buzzwords, and they understand that basically what you're pushing forward is a big pile of doo-doo, because that's exactly what it is. You don't have record-breaking revenues year after year after year and say you don't have enough money, you have to raise more taxes. That's not how it works. You know what the feeling is? The feelings are, I feel like spending more people's money that I don't have. That's what the feeling is. It's not a feeling of having to deal with an issue. I mean, okay, let's get back to this, all right? You know, Senator Hans Zeiger from Puyallup, okay? He wants to turn around and take take money out of this revenue forecast and devote it to, to uh, opioid addiction and mental health treatment and everything else, okay? Yeah. So let me ask you this question. We keep hearing about how the opioid thing is a crisis, and we keep seeing all this money being devoted to it. Where's the results? Where 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 are we seeing where are we seeing all, all we keep hearing is it's getting worse and we keep putting more money into it we keep putting more money into it so when is it going to get better or is it going to get better or are we just taking all this money and we're just throwing it to the wind because we feel like we have to and we need to instead of targeting into places where it's going to be properly used we feel like we have to just spend money on it so that people will think we're addressing something that we're not actually doing anything to address because it's according to them it's getting worse. That's exactly you, you, the last part was it, it, the the nail in the coffin. That's exactly it. If you know there are people that believe all you have to do is throw money at a problem and it'll take care of itself. Well, you don't care about the 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 A, B, and C. Well, we spend so much money on it that means we're dedicated to finding a solution. While the other side will say okay, this is a problem. Are we spending this money in the best way possible? And after we figure that out, we need to figure, do we need more or do we need less? Let's figure out if we're spending what we're doing correctly first and then see, not just, you know, (laughs) you know the term more money, more problems, right? Only the Democrats feel that if you have, if you spend more money, you have fewer problems because you address the issues. You know, the disappointing thing in all of this is if if the, if the Dem- Democrats in Olympia really wanted to address issues and problems, then put together a detailed, thought-out proposal to get us there, not just... Hey, I've got an idea for a program. Who has a dart? Wherever it lands is how much money we'll ask for in the budget. You know, I was talking to somebody recently who happens to know um, one of the bill writers in Olympia. And apparently this bill writer said that he much prefers, even though he is by nature uh, aligned with the majority of Olympia, prefers working with the Republicans because they come in, they have details on their bills, and they know what direction they want to go in, and it's much easier to work with them where the Democrats walk in and they really don't have an end goal. They really don't have an idea of what they want in their bill except for money. Oh, they have an idea. They're all about ideas. Just money. 
Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, fellas. This is Mike. What's going on, Mike? Just chiming in. Um, in my 30-plus years of being in the education world, I've had the opportunity to be around a lot of really smart people. Um, and almost to a T, all of them, well, not all of them, 85% are big government, big tax, big voter base. That It's just a fundamental belief that they have. So the opposite of that is also a fundamental belief. And when you, when you have such differing whatever, it's, it's just hard to ever imagine, and our state is a perfect example, it's hard to ever imagine people who have the liberal control ever being satisfied with this is what we got. This is what we spend. We don't need to increase. We don't need to add anything new. We don't need to. We need to have essentials. But outside of that, it's it's just really weird to me how really really smart people are so dumb. Appreciate the Thanks call. Thanks for the call, Mike. Always five four seven one six ten. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K one eight. Your name? Where are you calling from? It's John from Richland. What's on your mind, John? Well. How about, since the, our state government or governments are pretty hot on committees, why not put together a accountability committee <laughs> in the state? And then all these agencies have to show, again, some type of progress or what they've done with their budget or with their money. What's the results? So, in other words, whatever department or whatever group, what did I get for my buck? And so you have a committee that really just monitors that. And if your uh, whatever was in your budget, your committee or your group, I should say, that is receiving funding, what was the outcome? And again, just like you spoke before, but we have we're pouring money into these different uh, areas. What is the outcome? And we don't know. A lot of times we just don't know. So why not have some criteria established? And if a uh, group that's receiving funding does not meet their goals or is short or whatever, is, is very inefficient, kind of like charities. There's all kinds of charities out there. Uh, a number of them are very efficient. A number of them are not. And there's criteria for that. Why not establish a committee that, establish, you know, that sets a basis? And these committees or these groups, I should say, that are free, receiving funding, it's on them to establish their performance. Oh, gosh, John, you know what? That is a tremendous idea. And you know what? Because it is a tremendous idea, you know that there is a portion that will never allow that to happen because (laughs) then you said the A word, the dirty A word, accountability. We can't have that. Waste and fraud. We need more of that. Accountability, bad word. It's like garlic and a vampire. 
Caseloads. We need more caseloads. Yes, we need more distractions so we can spend more money. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline. 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610. K-O-N-A. Bottom line, he's ready 16K1A, final few minutes, hour number one. Thank you for joining us this Monday afternoon. Rob Francis and Dawson hanging with you. You can get involved via phone, 547-1610, email at 16K1A.com. Just click on the bottom line page on the front page, and you can shoot us an email like Joe did, who's listening in Kennewick. He said, we're spending the money on the drug problem. We give them clean needles to shoot up the drugs they need. We give them a safe place to crash so they can be stoned and comfort. And when they overdose, we give them free medical care so they can come back and do it again later. It's obvious we care about drug addiction. Thanks for the email, Joe. Actually, uh, Joe, here's where I here's where I believe the, the this is as much of a stark indicator of the problem as anything else. We just got this press release in from the governor's office. The governor will meet with state leaders on Wednesday to discuss how government agencies assist Washingtonians with achieving economic security. Think about that sentence. Governor Jay Inslee will meet with state leaders Wednesday to discuss how government agencies assist Washingtonians with achieving economic security. It's not the government's job to help people achieve economic security. It's your own job. It is up to you to be a contributing member of society. It is not up to the government to help you achieve economic security. That that is the definition of a $53.2 billion budget right there. I feel that it is the government's job to make sure that the playing field is as level as it can be to give everyone a fair and equal shot, but not give special preferences and extra handholding for certain groups that are deemed to be less fortunate or did something stupid when they were young or whatever. That's the only that's the only job of the state government is to make sure that everyone has a fair shake at things and and aren't being, you know, put behind the eight ball. The key word here is achieving. Yes, that is the key word. The government is going to get you there. The government is going to do it for you. You don't need to do anything. Let big mama government get you there. Mama government will achieve it for you. You just sit right there and look cute. Here's your ribbon for participating in life. The government is going to achieve economic security for you because you aren't doing it. So we're going to take everybody else in the state who has achieved economic security and we're going to saddle them with the burden of making sure everybody else can get there too. There's a word for it. It begins with S, and oh, it's being used in other countries, I know. Nikolai Volkov used to sing a wonderful version of the national anthem, I believe. <laughs> the late, great Nikolai Volkov. Maybe we'll find that. We might. Might have to find that somewhere. 
547-1610 is the number. We've got to take a timeout, get you some local news, then more of the Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA. If you'd like to email us, you can join us that way too. Go to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the Bottom Line page. Send us your question or your comment. More of the show after this. 